welcome to the Stable Travel Podcast, hosted by Nicolette Lackey. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of Stable Travel Podcast. Today I will be doing a recap of last New Year 2022 and this is the third episode for 2023. So Happy New Year everyone. Today I will be talking about all my trips that I had done in 2022. Plus, let him recap of the episode I did last year, which is episode 1 to 8. Before I start recapping what I did last year, we do have a starting range of episodes coming up this year in 2023 and we hope that throughout the whole year with a variety of death, variety of different disabilities and variety of different organisations that relate to accessible travel. So let's just start with my trip recap I did in 2022. So the third trip I did in 2022 was in January, very early on in the year, and I went to the Central Coast. I just stayed in a little cabin in a holiday park owned by the Central Coast Council. That holiday was really just a relaxing one, nothing too suspicious. So we went to a number of bases, we took our kayak up to the Central Coast and do some kayaking in the local lake and stuff. But for me, where I have to body, it, it takes a little while to get in and out of kayak and some help from, from my dad. Just, I had that time body. So when you have a physical disability, you do need someone with you to help you get in and out. Just for safety region, and because my therapy that impact my balance. And then we did went through a variety of cafes nearby to enjoy a cup of coffee, or most likely art, co- art coffee, because it's quite hot in Australia in summertime, like summer in January. Then in halfway through the year, so they've got a gap in between, I went to the Snow Mountain to stay down, stay down some incredible Snow Mountain slope. So I went to Fredboat to stay at be more Friday Flat with the Town for the Alliance, which helped by the Disability Winterport Australia. I wouldn't have done it without Disability Winter for Australia. I, I have, do have quite a bit of a balance issue and need some assistance staying down. I can stand up when I stay. It's just my balance not to work good. So if I hurt, I do the less control I have in my balance. So I do need something to hold on to try and take up and balance. But 
over time it should improve but I don't do professional thing that's about I step on an 8 hour trip down to prestige like okay quite a long trip or someone like me and we didn't have a variety of accessible issues during that trip and we didn't have two people in wheelchair so we had a bolshe lamb in the accommodation we had some trouble getting through it and there only were enough room for one wheelchair to get through so we had to have one wheelchair on one end and one wheelchair on the other and we talked about this in the period episode with Arian so that trip was pretty awesome I haven't been down the stage float for about five or six years and yeah it's always to go back down and try staying again then I went to Orange the next month after and I think it was order I was really good, very much cold, just like Snowy Mountain. I had just, um, just over the mountain range of Blue, Blue Mountain. So we did need to pack quite warm clothes, and when we got there, we didn't put the heating on. We find the accommodation on two levels. I can easily climb up, walk upstairs pretty easily. But I just need some help. So I normally would even need a rail or a wall to help myself up and down to have that extra sustainability in, in my balance. So I can walk up and down the fine. It's just somehow I need a bit of stable. And that took what one, one out of the three trip I did to volunteer for the swim camp which DPA did which was sponsored by Women of Freya Women of Freya sponsored it uh, they wanted to see that more people into swimming with disability at a young age and learn to swim and yeah so they subsidized quite heavily so it wasn't too much of a cost for it disability, people with disability participants and I met some of the amazing people there and yeah, and did to dip back what I learned over the years doing swimming lessons, world training and stuff back into the younger generation and hopefully we can get the next generation into it and even get the regional area is open to women and yeah then I did there's two more of them so I went to Newcastle the month after which was a quick two hour drive up to Newcastle which was pretty easy we did have some problems with parking because it did quite busy at Newcastle University Aquatic Centre but if you work out by looking at Google Maps and stuff and seeing where extra car parking are then you should be fine because we did find or plan ahead and we found out there's another car park just behind us 
with a quick, short walk on the round the dial that work pretty easy to get there. You just take a bit longer in the car up in the, the round one of the big AAL or cricket oval to get there. But all the car park were pretty much full at right in front of it. With damn time you do need to plan ahead. But that was mentioned throughout a number of previous episodes that planning ahead will help make improve your trip with your accessibility. Then in my month afterward I went to Cohaba. Well Cohaba is a very really nice regional town about eight hour five no five hour up north so a little bit further than Newcastle. We had a number of two stops on the way up. I had two hours around one hour there and not front up in my car the whole trip. I my leg do that quite tall. And we talked about last episode with Ben about in the car front up leg because you're driving. But that why it's good to have stopped about every two hours in fresh red. Especially though with conditions like that we party where you need to fresh and make sure your muscle Relax and ready to go again. And also, you probably need to toilet about every two hours and have something to eat. So, it always does to have a stop every two hours. So, next year, or no, not that year, this year, we're in 2023 now, I do have a number of trips that I'm looking forward to. So in quite three or four week time, I'll be dying up to the dog coat to the sunshine in the sunshine state. And then to a number of main part up there, which I haven't been for oh, oh, about a decade now. So I'll be excited to back up. But this time around, I'll be with a group of friends who all have disabilities and some have hearing impairment and some have physical disability and yeah it's just just that you can go travel and uh, do it together and enjoy yourself regardless of her disability um, and then yeah we're just gonna relax and probably do a number of pumps and have a drink or two with it where they do have some issues I hear quite a few stories about going to the pub and they've been they think you're drunk but you're not it's just your disability so that would be mindful like that if some people behave differently behave and who what they think drunk but then they mother up with a disability not how much you're drunk so yeah so that way and don't come up. And then later on in the near be around September time ish I'll be doing my first international trip trip to COVID and I hope to get to England. Because I have a lot of family in England 
So if we do that back over and spend some time with family and other people I know in England and the back travelling international will be good and yeah that way I'm considering what is the accessible method for me to get through airport and flight and when I get to England I'm always looking at that because that takes some time to do your research and find what is your best way for yourself to cope with the situation in international travel. I, I haven't been to international travel since COVID, so it'll be a while to get back to it. And then now I'm done to talk about this recap. Some of the things I had talked about through the podcast. And we had talked about base mat with iron. I was still iron summer for another two months. So if you have a real centre, we recommend talking to your local store like Dave and Club and saying that they're a base mat because don't think it'll be pretty fun. And also, I'm encouraging those in regional areas to try and find accessible learning for them or try and advocate for it to get their program in place in regional areas. Might take a while, but it's good to activate for them. And then we also to arrange so different staff trained in accessible equipment as I talked with Kate a quite a few episodes ago and we the accessible we got accessible equipment in place like train and buses but no one knows how to use them so we do need to bring in the mandate for training in the variety of areas as well so coming up next year, or next year at Disney, we got, I'm hoping to get a range of people from a range of disabilities. So from physical disability, vision, hearing impairment, and autism, what else, Down syndrome, a whole lot. And also talk to a variety of organisations. Well, I hope that through the number of disability providers who provided trips throughout the year and also look at um, talking to hotel and accommodation providers and getting them on and seeing what they are doing to make the accommodation more accessible. So we're just one big community here and we're hoping to keep growing and keep our download rate up throughout next year and keep reaching each milestone. And then I also like to mention that I am also on top of this podcast and doing a campaign for CP athletes. It's called Blade Betrayal. We, we try and 
that I wrote out and improve and fix the problem of the education system and the employment system for people with disabilities. And the employment rate haven't changed for a long time. And I've been here in front of a variety of different people, not just me, but others with disabilities, about their problems during the HSD, university and stuff. Where they simply don't have common sense in place where it needs to be put in place. Like, not just the right provision in the university, not spending the money or making the making the campus accessible when really it's more investment and then that more people in and more people with disability will know your university is accessible so you bring more people into the university same day with school and then with some stupid decision from provision where you have the certain provision because of your disabilities and it's been disapproved because they're saying you're not disabled enough to have it. So we do go through that. So if you show up to the active labor trail on Google it will pop up the thing and there will be a petition there so you can put your name, your email and where you're from and that will mean a lot for all of us on the Pediatric Labor Trail campaign and we're hoping to go full free on it during this month, next month and March at New South Wales if we're coming, going into a election but we're not going to just focus on New South Wales we're going to focus everywhere in Australia as well but please note we're producing it open for everyone so it doesn't matter where you come from and for all Australia, even international, where well, I got some people from overseas who have gone to Patricia. So, thank you for listening to the podcast, and I hope you had a good new year. So, happy new year, and see you next week on the Accessible Travel Podcast. You have been listening to the Accessible Travel Podcast. You can follow Nicolette on his Instagram page, nlahu20.